It's the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show Podcast, presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte, the premier custom printing, marketing, and signage company located in the heart of Charlotte. Visit alphagraphicssouthcharlotte.com. Here's your host, Phil Constantino. As the calendar turns to February, that means the start of spring sports here at Gardner-Webb, and that means... About two weeks from now, the start of baseball season. We welcome to the Gardner-Webb Coaches Show podcast for the first time this year, Gardner-Webb head baseball coach Jim Chester. Jim, thanks for stopping by. No, thank you. Excited to join you and uh, talk some baseball. Our conversation with Coach Chester is presented by our friends at Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. Family-owned and operated for over 25 years, Alpha Graphics South Charlotte has been the premier printing company and design solution serving the Charlotte market. Owner and operator Rich Shepler brings over 35 years of industry experience to the table, and his team of marketing and communications experts can help you expand your brand. Visit alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com. That's alphagraphicsouthcharlotte.com. Or call 704-849-9292. That's 704-849-9292. The season, before the season, I'll say, opens this Saturday night. First pitch dinner, Gardner-Webb tradition, college baseball tradition. It is this Saturday night, February 3rd, at what time? Doors open at 5.30, and the program starts at 7 p.m. And it is in Paul Porter Arena in the Lutz-Yelton Convocation Center, right in the heart of campus, just across the parking lot from your stadium. Yes, sir. We're excited for uh, Saturday evening, and uh, we have a few tickets left. And uh, if you check out GWSports.com and all of our social handles, you'll see the information there on how to uh, grab those tickets. And uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to a record-breaking evening. Headliner is your friend, Clint Hurdle, longtime baseball guy, former manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, former manager of the Colorado Rockies, First off, let's go back to the beginning. How did you and Clint Hurdle build a relationship? Because in the time that I've known you, you've said to me, and he's a good friend of mine. I know him fairly well. Yeah, you know what? It's um, it, it's funny. One of our uh, GAs asked me that actually yesterday. He's like, "Hey, um, you mind me asking how do you know how do you know Clint Hurdle?" So let's make a long story short. Um, I was in an event in Pittsburgh about twelve years ago. Um, you know, I believe his second year as the manager. Um, maybe it might have been the first year, but anyway, I, I, I am not afraid to say hello to anybody. And, uh, I went right up to him and, um, introduced myself and I was a division three coach there in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, and was there and, um, and we stuck up a conversation and I pulled out a business card and I gave it to him and he told me he did not have a business card. And, uh, we finished our conversation and I thought that'd be the last time I ever spoke to Clint Hurdle and boy, was I wrong. The next day he sent me a text message. Um, and from that day forward, um, we have been uh, very good friends, um, and it stems so much farther than baseball. Um, he's been an unbelievable mentor to me. Um, we talk family. We talk faith. We talk, ba- obviously, baseball, just a lot of different things back and forth, and um, just a, a very, very, very positive and influential figure in my life. Did you expect the manager of a big league ball club to have a business card? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, you know, I, I just, you know, again, 
you know, now like there's, you know, I used to go to the convention with like 10,000 business cards. Now nobody ever carries a business card, but I, but I always had them on my hands. Right. Like, so like I was so nervous. You got, you got to understand like, you know, um, I'm hands down one of, if not the biggest Pittsburgh pirate fan, um, for sure in Boiling Springs, but Cleveland County. Mm -hmm. And, um, so when I meet Clint Hurdle and he's got them on the verge of being 500 at that time, this is before the playoff runs. Um, I, you know, I was sweating and just nervous and, you know, all those type of things. So my hand just went right to my pocket and said, thank goodness I had a business card because he may not be speaking here on Saturday night if that didn't happen. Hi, I'm Bruce Berchi, four-time World Series <laughs> champion. Here's my business card. Hi, I'm Aaron Boone, manager of the New York Yankees. Here's my business card. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I, trust me, he might not have needed one. But Jim Chester, Jim Chester did, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So now, fast forward to uh, this week, first pitch dinner. How exactly did the conversations go down to get him to come speak here in Boiling Springs? Oh, well, I've been asking him for years. Um, this just the schedule stuff hadn't lined up. You know, um, you know he, uh, you know just just he, this is not the only place he speaks. I mean, he is uh, as talented of a baseball man he is and, and and obviously a coach and a manager and all those type of things he is uh one of the better motivational speakers um you know leadership and and a lot of different things um does this stuff all over the country for fortune 500 companies to to you know major league organizations to i, I go down the list and so um it just had schedules had to match up and um you know it just it didn't work out and then this year it did but then it almost didn't because uh, if you go on, you know, if you check some stuff, I mean, he was slated to be the bench coach for the Angels. Mm. And then that fell through. Ron Washington, um, you know, that was public knowledge, and then it did not work out. But, boy, was I sweating bullets a couple months ago when I saw – I mean, it kind of broke on Twitter that he was being named the bench coach, and I'm going, oh, no. He's not going to be available. He's not. Yeah, for our event. Yeah. What ended up not working out, and he's still working in his position with the Rockies. But I, I honestly think that one of the coolest things was, I, I mean, I, I, as soon as I saw a break on Twitter, I, I called him that night. I, was, I remember I was at my daughter's soccer practice, and I said, Clint, I saw the news. I hate to ask you, are you still good for the first pitch? <laughs> he said, he just said to me, he goes, Jimmy, number one, it's Twitter. It's not real. Two, I gave you my word. I will be in Boiling Springs. And I said, done deal. So, Anyway, he's going to be here, and we're fired up. He'll be here tomorrow afternoon, actually, so good. Nice. Was it last year that Sean Casey came yeah. to the first yeah, pitch Yeah, Sean center? was here last year. And then he year. finished the season as the hitting coach for the New York Yankees? Yeah, it's crazy. And then, yeah, he's the hitting coach <laughs> for the Yankees. No, we've been lucky to have some really good baseball people come through here. I mean, starting with Jeremy Walker, who was, you know, the second guy to make the bigs out of our program. And then, um, you know, Grady Little was here a few years ago, yeah. the former manager yeah. of the Dodgers and the Red Sox. And then, you know, Sean was here last year. And then, Clint, I, you know, I just – um, I, I'm, I got, got to start working on finding, uh, you know, a few more people to get in here moving forward because, um, I'm, I am, I'm really excited about the growth of this event. I mean, we've started with, you know, the first year having around a hundred people to, you know, we're expecting North of 350 here on Saturday. I mean, we just keep getting a little more every day and I'd hate to say where we're going to end up and don't know walk-ups, but just a man, just going to be a great evening. And it just shows you the growth and, and, and the appreciation locally and then within our program with our families and our friends. And uh, and obviously Clint is a draw, and um, it's going to be great. And it's going to be a great, great, great night for everybody involved. 
What's the program for the evening look like? You mentioned when doors open. You mentioned it gets started at 7 o'clock. What does the actual program look like for those who are interested in attending? Yeah, for sure. So 5.30, the doors open up. And inside of that, uh, there's going to be a 90-minute segment there that's going to be dinner. um, And then we have a silent auction. We have some awesome, awesome items that are listed on our socials, too. I mean, everything from a Mike Trout signed jersey to a Gardner Webb baseball signed bat. You know, we've got a lot of different things are involved there um, and a lot of help from a lot of different people. Um, there's also going to be obviously that opportunity to socialize and, and, and meet and greet and laugh and just talk about the season that's coming up um, inside of there. There's definitely there's a lot of opportunities inside of that 90 minutes to support our program. Um, and, you know, and then at 7 o'clock, our, the program starts. And um, we have former uh, Big South uh, All-Conference reliever Isaac Campbell coming in to be our, uh, do our opening prayer. Um, we're going to hear from Dr. Goodrich, um, our athletic director. Um, we're going to introduce our uh, Division One and developmental rosters, um, our, our committed recruits uh, for the 2024 class. will be here for our Division One and developmental programs. Um, intertwined with that, um, I get an opportunity to really give an update of what's went on in our program the last calendar year and give kind of a, you know, snapshot of what we believe the 2024 season is going to look like. Um, and then we're going to hear from Clint and then that'll be the evening. So, um, just a lot of different things in a, in a short period of time and the excitement's growing. And, uh, I think we're ready for Saturday. Um, but, uh, we'll see. Um, uh, these nights have been a little sleepless for me in a good way in a very good way for those also interested in attending how exactly does attending this event help them support the program so a lot of different ways um i, I know every day uh you know i and we are trying to figure out ways to let our program go and um you know all the proceeds have went to a lot of different things that, that have helped our program grow the last couple of years first and foremost the masters Mountain indoor baseball facility is a game changer for us and and these things things like this have helped support that that have allowed our players to grow develop and give outlet um you know it's just been amazing as far as it goes you know we got a brand new video system um phil that you knew about and we kind of worked together on that um where we've got a six camera angle at our our, our stadium that for development um for in it and the system cuts the video for us i mean it's just you know just help simplify everything that we got going on helped with that end of things so i mean just just a lot of variety moving forward so i'm i'm really excited to like i said you know get that night going and and really see where it goes because you know we're setting up i said the attendance is going to be an all-time high uh, based off tickets sold um, and we've grown a little bit each year and i think that uh you know the benefit to the program is going to be at an all-time high so just, just can't wait to, for 5.30 on Saturday to get here. That It'll get easy when 5.30 gets here. It's just been everything leading up to it. What's the next major facility renovation that you're looking at as the head of the program? Because that's been a big part of your tenure here. I uh, think about the revamped bullpen space, obviously the new hitting facility in foul ground on the first base line. You mentioned some of the cameras and high-speed stuff you've uh, used to invest in more of a modern analytical approach to things. So what's the next thing you're looking at? What's the next thing you're working on? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Dr. Downs was up at our facility the other day, and he kind of asked me the same question, like, you know, what's your vision moving forward? You know, when I got here, um, you know, going to my fifth season, if you can believe it, whole, it's 
it's yeah. flown by. Um, in 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 you know my my vision, my fundraising slash program enhancement vision was we need to get to a place where we've got everything we need to develop players, right? So that was my thing was okay. Listen, this is what we need to do. We need to get some. We need to get a, a, a bona fide indoor facility where we can do. It. We've done that check mark, right? We need to get analytically up to speed. That's where Yacker Tech came in, where we we're able to analyze every ball that's hit, thrown. Um, bad at everything um, that, that we can we can get feedback to help or develop our players the camera system right we have now everything in place to develop players it, that is it now it's time to work on I, I consider some of the, the aesthetic pieces right like so in in, in, a, in a perfect world the locker room's the next piece we want we have now been able to clear out the indoor cage that we had in that locker room area in the master's building it's not we don't use it we don't need to mm-hmm. so now we have the opportunity to expand our locker room so we're aggressively you know looking at that and, and helping um, we can move forward to, to do that piece um, and then a scoreboard a video board would be great at our facility um, I think it's some it's some piece there and then i think some upgraded seating for our fans um in that area so those are the three main things that i see next that i feel that you know we can do to to help help grow our program let's talk about the team the season opens on the 16th against appalachian state those are good games at home against a pretty marquee brand name in this region of the country um to open with but as a whole uh, preseason number two in the big south conference I say the quiet part out loud, I guess. The seas have parted a little bit with Campbell leaving the league. They've been the preeminent power. And now your team is kind of thrust into that position where conference championship seems even more attainable now, right? Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, like I said, it's it's kind of uh you know, it's bittersweet with Campbell leaving. It's like, you know, I, I, I enjoyed that competition. Um, you know, we were able to get those guys a couple times. Um, but, you know, they you know, it's um, you know, we had some really close games in the over the years, conference tournaments, some different things. But I was really hoping, you know, that you know, we would be able to go through them. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, but yeah. but again, I'm not, you know, I'm not lobbying here to bring them back either. So it's uh, it's definitely a, uh, you know, a piece for us. And listen, Justin Hare's a stud coach. They've got a great program. Um, you know, it, it's uh, you know, they they did an amazing job. But again, moving forward, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's flattering to be picked second. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, someone had to tell me. I, I was so fo- was so focused on everything else that was going on. I wasn't really interested in where because, because again, I, I, some of that sometimes those those rankings are laughable because at the end of the year, sometimes people it's it ends up the finishes all over the place because the variables that go on with a season. But it's flattering that our peers feel that we've got a good enough club coming back and the additions that we've made that it allowed us to be in that you know mentioned in that top you know, a couple in the conference. So, um, you know, now it's time for us to go out and, you know, and, and live up to it and, and, and not only live up to it, but jump up one more spot and uh, secure our first Big South championship and get it to our first NCAA regional. I guess the program that the most pressure is on would be USC Upstate, their preseason number one, and they, more so than maybe anyone, have been stuck in that number two spot behind Campbell for the last four or five years, really. Yeah, they've they've got a they've got. That's who really, you have to go through. We got to go. I mean, hundred percent. And I th- I think there's going to be a lot. I th- I really think every weekend is going to be a coin flip. I mean, there's just a lot of good coaches, a lot of good teams. But yeah, on paper, like Upstate looks really good. But again, um, you know, they, they lost a few guys too to the portal, like every like everybody in our league, and 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 just it's it's uh you know they're going to be pretty good. But again, you know. We don't play them till week five, which is the first week of the season, uh, conference season, and who knows what everybody looks like by then. It's just, you know. But, but again, I, I feel like they're gonna they're, they have they're gonna have a good club, and there's gonna be a lot of good clubs that we got to go through in, in the conference slate. 
Speaking of the portal, I think it hit you most with pitching. You yeah. lost Bobby Alcock, the Big South Pitcher of the Year, to the University of Alabama. Those things happen in modern college athletics. How have you planned to replace him? Yeah, it, we did. We lost we lost a couple key arms that, that were that were good for us last year. And you know, it's uh you know, you sit there on July first and you're wondering like, Oh my goodness, in six weeks, how are we gonna replace, you know what I mean, what's going on? But man, it's funny how it all works out and um, you know, it's we're at a place now in that bullpen where uh, we haven't been in the last couple of years. Now, again, here, here we go. You know, you're probably like, well, you had a big leaguer a couple of years ago. You had this. Like, I mean, we've we've had you know we've had some really talented. You know, I spoke about Isaac Campbell and Mason Miller's of the world and Joe Simeone. I can go down the list. We've had some really good starting pitching here the last couple of years, and, mm-hmm. and really blessed to have some of that. We won't have exactly. Um, you know where I'm gonna we're gonna go and say like, hey, this is this is this is our guy. We've got what's now the most complete pitching staff that we've ever had from guy one to twenty. Hmm. Um, we are gonna go deeper than we've ever been. Um, it's gonna be a little more of a hybrid approach than it's ever been. But we literally feel like we've got 16, 17 guys that we trust to put into a game that can compete and get outs for us, which is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, the leadership that we have down there um, has been unmatched in my tenure. Like, I mean, Coach Rob Hardy, who came in, um, came from Rice, um, who I've known for years and I knew of his talent and his work, has done an amazing job with that group and has got them on one page. And I just cannot wait. I cannot wait to see them go out and compete this spring. Reed Bertram, I guess, is the one starter that returns who had some weekend experience from last year. He got a few Sunday starts down the stretch. Do you have an idea, though, of what the rotation looks like and who the Friday night guy might be? No. I, I, Do you I, like that? I love it. I love it. Our squad games right now, like I can't wait for tomorrow. Like they've been so competitive. Guys are competing in so many ways. There is literally like seven guys that could start on Friday night, um, and it's it's amazing. And, and you know, Reed's in that mix, and um, we just we got to figure out who can. It's more going to be like who 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 is more comfortable coming out of the bullpen mm-hmm. more than like because everyone can kind of start. They got the time to do what they need to do. Um, you know, we got a really good transfer in here at break, um, Blake Brogdon, who actually pitched at Rice. Um, that's, a, that's a really good arm. And you got Reed. And, you know, there's just a lot of guys here that have done some of that on different times. And, um, you no, know, I, I love it. I can't tell you who's starting Friday, Saturday, or Sunday right now. And, and I really like it. And, and the guys know that. And there is a holistic approach from that group that, like, they don't care who's pitching when. They just know when they're called upon, like they're going to go out and get the job done. And um, yeah, it's uh, it sounds a little scary. You're like, well, here you are, the preseason number two team in the league, and you don't even know who your Friday night starter is. I'm surprised how confident you feel knowing uh, that two weeks uh, out you don't know who your Friday night is. I love it. In fact, we're not. We 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 listen. Everybody knows. Like we're going to go through this weekend. Um, you know, we've right now we've got um, what do we got for 23 innings that we're playing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and and we're going to reevaluate. And then come back. So this conversation might be different, you know, next week. But mm-hmm. I think it's great, and I really believe that some of the starting stuff that you see, whoever starts against App State, by the time we get to Upstate, it might be a little bit different. But the same guys are going to be pitching. Um, there's a lot. Like, I wouldn't even want to call this maybe a pro model um, because you know, listen, the starters in Major League Baseball now what they go five innings, they go if it's six, it's like the greatest thing in the world. We're gonna probably have a little bit of like. 
you know what I mean? Four, three, and two. You know what I mean? We're going to do a little Which bit is of different that. than what you've usually done because 100%. the last few years you've had solid starters, especially in that Friday night spot, that had no problem going 100-plus pitches. No problem no, stretching And, and I out. do believe there may be a guy or two here that's going to develop into some of that and into things. But I, 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 everyone that's listening, I can't wait for you to see the product that runs out there on the mound. And how, you know I'll be oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> uh, trust so me. then let's talk the rest of the lineup. Because yeah. if there is more of a known commodity, Alec Burns, preseason all-conference player, power hitter, he's come up with so many huge hits for you over the years. He's back at first base. Uh, Mark Black is back. Pete Capobianco is back. The infield largely intact. Mm-hmm. Where where are the new spots where we'll see some new players in the lineup? Yeah, I mean, like I think that's part of like where experience comes. We have a lot of our lineup back, and it's uh, it's really exciting. You know, um, you know, Coach Anthony Marks has been with me since day one here, and he was here with me at Barton for one year, and um, you know, he's the second longest tenured coach that I've had in my career, sixth year, mm-hmm. um, and. He's done an unbelievable job with these guys, and he's in charge of all of our development and our offense and everything. Um, and uh, he, I mean, I just know how excited he is to have kind of a returning nucleus along what we have new. So yeah, I mean, th- there's st- still there's a lot there's a some there's some things probably a little more solidified on the Humberto position. Humberto Torres player. behind the plate. Correct. Yeah. He's so back. yeah. So Humberto was second team All League, um, and him and Mark got to be the best one-two punch in the in the Big South hands down, if not this region. Um, so we're excited. They're two all-conference guys back. They're really going to be helping. Mark's going to be – he's a utility guy too. Like he can play the outfield. Um, he's going to DH, and Humberto's going to DH. And I think what's great for us behind the plate is like both those guys are going to be able to split a lot of time. They're going to be yeah. – it's going to keep them really healthy down the stretch and being able to, you know, do what we need to do as far as it goes. Yeah, and we talked about Alec Burns. Um, you know, again, he, he is who he is, and, you know, we're expecting a huge year out of him. And I think maybe the best thing that ever happened to him was, you know, he had a little bit of a dip last year from the year before. And I think it brought him in back into where he needs to be. And uh, he's probably worked as hard as he has in his college career. And it's going to show up on the field. He's going to be really good. Um, you know, Ryan Kennel has been running around at second base, um, along with Max Smiley, who's back, who's got a lot of experience. And, you know, um, and those guys are looking to be, you know, really stalemates for us in, in the infield. Um, Tommy Tavares transferred in from Pitt. Special, special um, player, defender, a lot of, lot of talent skills. He was – Playing every day for Pitt before he broke his wrist last year, and um, you know he was able to come into us. P. Capabianco can play every position on the field. He's been a great. He's he's been off to a great start, and he's in his third year as a full time everyday guy. So I guess the, the question mark would be replacing the outfield position. Yeah, Jacob yeah. Marcos 100%. graduated. Curtis Robinson. He's not working with your staff. Graduated. Yeah, that's the worst part about Kurt. He's just standing there. I wish I could put him in the game sometime. No, no, he's great. No, so yeah, we had to place the outfield. And um, listen, this group is 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 going to be as talented sometimes. They're maybe be able to do a little bit more. You know, um, Lawson Knight transferred in from Kansas State. He is going to be. He is a terror. Um, you know, on the on, at the plate and then in the base pass. Wade Kelly transferred in from um. Gaston, Col- Gaston College and uh, right down the road and he and he's uh he's got some big game experience and um they played in the college, junior college world series last year um and then I I to me you know Nick Capozzi's gonna be running around out in right field and he had uh, some at bats last year he too. did yeah. and, and Nick's a throwback right like he came in here he redshirted then he just played a little bit then he played a little bit more next year and he waited his time and now he's gonna get a chance to run out there at a full-time opportunity and Man, you just can't – like, you love those guys because they're few and far between anymore as far as it goes. So, I'm really excited about those guys going out there too. And, um, you know, we, we've got some depth out in the outfield too. Um, you know, Carson Willoughby is, is with us. And then, you know, Gavin Johnson's a talented freshman. And, 
you know, like I said, Mark Black in place in the outfield. And I, we've got a lot of good things that are going on there that I think that, you know, we're, we're going to put ourselves um, offensively and defensively at the plate. Um, Matt Ilgenfritz is another one who's a redshirt freshman that had a great fall that can play first in the outfield and do some things for us, DH. Like, there's just a lot of good options there to really help us do what we need to do. All right, before we wrap up, when's the last time you talked to Mason Miller and when's he coming back from injury? Well, I, I just talked to him the other day, actually. How's he um, doing? He's doing great. He's doing great. And I actually had a chance to, uh, when I ran up to Pittsburgh to visit my father in December, him and I had lunch. And, uh, man, it, you talk about, like, a big leaguer. Like, he walked through the door, and I went, oh, my goodness. Like, look at this guy. I mean, he, he, everyone in the place had to go, that's a professional athlete. Like, you know, he he's healthy. Um, Coming back from Tommy yeah. John. Yeah, and you know what? You know, another – you want to make a long story short i mean we had a, we hosted a junior college tournament here this fall mm-hmm. and i was uh you know sitting up went in the stands with some of the other coaches were here and some different people and scott emerson was here um at the tournament and he is the pitching coach for the oakland athletics he was here hmm. and, and and so we connected and we talked a lot about mason um and it, it's public knowledge they're moving him to the bullpen this year um, they want to try to see what they can do with them. They even, even thinking about a closer rule. I mean, obviously the stuff's there, um, but I'd expect some big things from Mason this year. I mean, he is a um, the stuff's there. Everything's good. He's in, obviously great shape, all that type of stuff. And man, he is. Uh, we're excited just to watch and follow what he's got going on. And maybe you know more, but it seems like his minor league days are behind him, that he's up in the big leagues and he'll be there for good. That's what it seems I, like. I don't think he's ever going to go back. I mean, yeah. the stuff's there. and I Outside think, of yeah, rehabbing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a bona fide big leader. I mean, I was, I was in Houston in September. I got to see him. It, what, a, what, a cool, what a cool – I mean, the last pitch I saw him throw was against USC Upstate to strike somebody out at the conference tournament. The next pitch I saw him throw was to Jose Altuve. So – what a cool, uh, what a cool experience uh, for me. And then, but yeah, yeah, man. It's just, I just think it really shows any, you know, anyone that listens. I mean, you, you, you in baseball, like, you can, you, you can get to the big leagues from anywhere. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And he's, you know, I think the sky's the limit for him. Um, and he's got all the intangibles and the makeup, and, and he's a special one. And we're, you know, Bulldog Nation's behind him. Thirty-two home games on the schedule this year. That starts with a weekend series February 16th, 17th, and 18th versus Appalachian State. Baseball season tickets, GWUsports.com. That's GWUsports.com. Tickets are 99 bucks for the season. So if you buy them ahead, you get into the game for about 3 bucks a ticket. It's not a bad deal. Come on out. Come on out. I think we got some great home games. Uh you know, especially that opening weekend. Come on, opening weekend. What what App State's going to be good. I'm, I'm sure that they they're going to be picked uh, somewhere there in the Sun Belt. Um, they had a great season last year, and um, you know we're obviously a regional opponent, um, brand name type thing. And uh, well, you know, I know everyone's going to be out supporting us, and I think it's going to be a great series. Uh, man, let's let's let, let's let opening day get here. Let's get it going. And this Saturday night, February third, at Paul Porter Arena. Doors open at five thirty. Program starts at 7 for the Gardner Web Baseball first pitch dinner. Uh, tons of opportunities to support the program. And uh, of course, as we discussed earlier, your good buddy, the former Pirates and Rockies manager, Clint Hurdle, uh, is the headlining guest speaker. Our guest here on the Coaches Show podcast is Gardner Web Baseball coach Jim Chester. Always a great conversation, Jim. It always flies by. I'll see you out there. Good luck. No, thank thank you, Phil, and, and thank you to everything you and your staff does for us. It, it's amazing, and I uh, can't wait to get you guys out to John Henry Moss Stadium, Bill Masters Field this spring. We're looking forward to it. That does it for 
This edition of the Gardner Web Coaches Show podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next time. The Gardner Web Coaches Show podcast is a presentation of the Running Bulldogs Sports Network. Any reproduction, retransmission, or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Gardner Web Athletics is strictly prohibited. Announcers are selected by Gardner Web University. You've been listening to the Gardner Web Coaches Show podcast presented by Alpha Graphics South Charlotte.